Thank you for double-clicking your mouse tonight. You're listening to the Midnight Frightcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey everybody, welcome to the Midnight Frightcast, episode number 47. I am one of your hosts, Josh, sitting across the table from me, as always, is the Doctor of Filmonomics, Greg the Movie Guy. Not as always, because I was up in the air, literally and figuratively, yes, last you, week, or yeah. last time we did this, so now I am back, though. What's up, everybody? To my right, I did the hand thing, is the Doctor <laughs> of Everything Else, Patrick. Hey, everybody, how's it going? And, of course, the Scream Queen herself, Maddie. Hey, everybody. I have no doctor yet. I was going to say the, the, the doctor of pornography for myself, and then I realized that that's... Because Maddie said something about puns last week. Oh, oh pornography. Yeah. yeah, see? Okay. And I was like, that sounds really close to pornography, so yes. maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> um, hey, you do you, man. But <laughs> And sometimes, well, most of the time you do. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess we've the already had that porn, conversation. Yeah. So uh, we're just going to jump. It's the first cast of 2019. We're Happy New Year! Yeah, there you go. Hey. Um, so now that we got that out of the way, uh, we will revisit 2018. Uh, but before we do that, uh, we're just going to jump into the news uh, for people that do have news. And it's the news. That was almost worse. I'm going to call that worse. Yeah. I'm going to say we're going to have to pick one, guys. But I know Patrick's got news. I don't know how much news Patrick has. Does um, anybody else have news? I have no. one no. thing. Really? You've got one thing? i got one thing. All I right. can just get it out if you want me to. Whichever. What? I'll go ahead, Patrick. Okay, there's, well, there's no. uh, let's talk about Escape Room then. It opened this last week and <clears throat> almost knocked Aquaman out of the top spot. Wow. Yes, it did. For a movie that was only made for, well, a mere $9 million, yeah. it made $19 million in its opening weekend, and that's not counting Sunday. Yeah, Damn, Batman. Son. So that, I, I would say that probably almost guarantees a sequel. Would yeah. you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just I, doubled their, their weekend. Their yeah, but they made it for their budget. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And one weekend. So yeah, but I bet you it falls off next weekend. It's gonna like that opening weekend killed. Yeah, but then, there, but then there's gonna be DVD sales and everything yeah, else. You're, you're right. right. I mean, you're right. I, I almost think it's safe to assume that there's gonna be a sequel regardless of how well it does, just because nobody else wants to come up with anything <laughs> original. Well, and then now I have to eat shit because I said when we watched that trailer that I probably would not. See that movie, I'd wait till it dropped on Netflix, but I think I'm going to go see that movie. It's still going to be a Tuesday movie for me. Oh, though. yeah. I actually am surprised it took them this long to make an Escape Room horror movie. Because right? Because I, I remember I went to Escape Room quite a few years ago, and I was like, oh, this will be a horror movie before the year's out. But it actually took them until 2019 to do so. Yeah, I, f- I find that interesting as well. All right. Yeah. You want to go with yours, yeah. I mean, Yeah, real quick. <laughs> is this really piggybacking off of uh, news, I think, or something we talked about last week? Tony Todd has come out uh, and said that he will he's willing to play any part, just any part in Candyman. Write him a part. He just wants to be in Jordan Peele's Candyman movie. That's cool. He wants to be Candyman. Um, he wants to continue that, that role that he created, but he's willing to just play any single part in Candyman. He, he just wants to be a part of that reboot. I think that's kind of cool, though. Yeah, I would... As I said, I could not imagine anybody but Tony Todd as the Candyman, so um, I would actually love to see him come back at, yeah. in that role. I think it'd be fine. So he made they made three Candyman movies? Yes. In the original kind of set? 
he played Candyman in all three of them, so yeah, it'd be kind of weird to to see him not yeah. play that part. But it'd be cool to see him just do anything, I guess. I've never that, seen so. one. Is it worth seeing for the people who have the, seen them? The first one I is. love the first okay. one. Yeah. I haven't actually seen past the first one, but mm-hmm. the first one's a favorite of mine. Cool. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to check that out. Very cool. So yeah, that's, that's my only news article, Patrick. So. All right. Well, my next one is for Evil Dead fans. After announcing that he would no longer be playing the cult classic character Ash, Bruce Campbell is actually returning to TV. He will be the host of the new Ripley's Believe It or Not. I don't believe it. On the Travel Channel. Oh, that's kind of cool. I don't believe it. You don't believe it. (laughs) I think that's really neat. (laughs) Yeah, I think that actually will bring uh, some interesting viewership to that because I'm trying to think the last uh, host that I remember was the kid from... Saved by the Bell, wasn't it? Oh, the, I have no idea. No, no, no. no? Really okay, well, I apparently it watched was, some questionable yeah, TV. It was, <laughs> <laughs> haven't we all? And then my final piece of news. I thought this one was interesting as us being filmmakers. And the question to you guys is, how far would you go to promote your own film? There was a gentleman, director Matt Frame, sat and watched his own film, Camp Death 3 in 2D, for 52 and one half hours and live streamed it on YouTube as a promotional campaign. Hmm. That's cute. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. Why, I, so, I hope not, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> so it was live streamed. Uh, so he provided running commentary throughout the 52 plus hours and wow. was oftentimes joined by his cast and crew. And they taught, they offered insight and stories from the production itself during that time. Okay. That's kind of cool. However, he said it wasn't too bad to be honest. I think the first 12 hours were the worst. Those are the hours in which you really begin to question your life choices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. been there, buddy. Been there. I think horror movies have, have done a really, really cool job of doing interesting things to market themselves. I'm not sure about that, and I right. don't know really what the point of it is, but, but like, it's interesting. Yeah. You know, I, I would hope that he got a lot more viewership and promotion from it, because he only raised $1,000. Okay. But nice. still, that's, uh, that's New Cameraland. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. something along the road there. <laughs> and that is all that I have for news. That was the news. We can't veto that, can we? Can we veto that? Can we get... I don't know. It's two and two. Yeah, no. Shit. Deathmatch. And you guys really have no control of what I put in post anyway. That's true. sucks. Hey, I realized that we went to the news and we skipped the trailer that we watched. Oh, yeah. So we should... Yeah, I fucked that up. That's right. Circle back. Um... We discussed this, Josh. I'm not very good at this. So let's uh, go back and uh, talk <laughs> about... See that, thing, yeah. see that thing in your hand there? It's called a pen. Yeah. And you're leaning on paper. You could write it down. Yeah, I don't usually. Okay. Uh, my wife tells me the same thing. I don't write anything down. I forget shit all the time. So we watched a trailer for Rust Creek. Uh, and Maddie kind of brought that trailer to our attention. So it's a 20... So 19 release, right? 2019 release, So yes. it, it went out on VOD January 4th. Is that what we said? Yes. Um, cool. So let's talk about the trailer. Anybody want to start? I think it looks interesting. I am a little confused about what was going on because it jumped around a lot, but I like that in a trailer. As I said last time, I'm kind of really tired of seeing the entire movie in the trailer, mm-hmm. but I like movies like this that kind of have more of that like survival edge going to it. And I think, um, as we talked about last time, I think this movie has a pretty strong female character like she fights back so i'm interested in seeing this um as we said it's on vod just a couple days ago it was released um and they are doing a limited theater run 
So it is available out there okay. to be seen. Yeah, I didn't get a really good idea, I guess, of what the movie was about from the trailer. It had some... Go ahead, Greg. No, I don't want to interrupt. I was just going to raise my hand to ask a question when you were, when oh, you were done. Oh, ask it. It's fine. So this was tagged as a horror movie? Mm-hmm. Okay. In which we, Continue. We, we which, the, which we've uh, been debating the past. Yeah, it, it, the <laughs> last, like, 19 casts have been weeks. like, no, this is not a horror movie. Yes, yeah. it is. Um... So I didn't get a really good idea of, of what the movie was. I, I, I mean, there's a little idea of what the movie's kind of about. I, I, See, I have a hard time figuring out what we're... I don't either, because it, it starts off like this This girl is kidnapped. I mean, go out there and check out Rust Creek if you want to kind of see what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. But just as a, a quick synopsis, it looks like a girl is kidnapped on the side of the road. And then she wakes up, and then all of a sudden she's being told by her kidnapper that she has to be quiet because otherwise they'll hear her. Well, I think, it's, like I think it's a different person that takes her to the cabin. I think the yeah. two guys that show up later were the ones who tried to kidnap her initially. Okay, and then this so guy's yeah, kind of pseudo-saving her by okay. keeping her okay. captive. Yeah, you. I was going to say, I think it's kind of a, almost, it kind of looked like a Stockholm Syndrome movie, which yeah. I haven't seen a good one of those in a while, so I was like, okay, yeah, that's okay. cool. I got that. I got it. That makes sense. Yeah, Patrick? Oh, I, uh, just looking at it, it seems really interesting. I'm mm-hmm. going to check out, you know, of course, the price. It's mm-hmm. on Prime. So I assume it's right around that four ninety nine price. Yeah, or something I like I looked that. at it and it wasn't very expensive. Okay. I think it was usually they run the dollar ninety nine for like indie kind of films. Okay. Mm-hmm. usually that dollar ninety nine, two dollar yet yeah, two ninety nine area for uh, for those rentals. No, I so think it looked interesting. Well. You know, would I categorize it as a horror from watching that? I don't know. It looked more like a thriller, mm-hmm. and because of that. Uh, I could I could enjoy it just as well. That I think was my biggest takeaway was if you're plugging it as a horror, I think you need to show a little bit more horror in the trailer because you know, like a lot of the the movies that are coming out now that are plugging themselves as horror, they're they live kind of in that thriller genre. Yeah. And I just watching the trailer, not I mean it looks interesting. I want to check it out just to see if there is a little bit more horrific element to it. But just watching the trailer, it definitely comes off as more thriller suspense mm-hmm. than it does horror for me. Anyways. Yeah. I do really like horror movies, though, that have a more, like, the ones with, like, a supernatural crazy mm-hmm. killer are yeah. fun. But, like, I think the ones that kind of creep me out more are, like, the regular people yeah. ones because, like, there are people out there. They're all in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And, like, they do this kind of shit. So, like, <laughs> I... all in Arkansas. <laughs> so, I, that's kind of what I liked about this angle is you didn't have that supernatural crazy element. You had something that could conceivably happen. Yeah, it's more yeah. realistic. Yeah. yeah. And, and that is fair. And now that you're mentioning that, I'm thinking about the the movie Wrong Turn, where mm-hmm. this could very easily turn into a wrong turn situation type movie. Yeah. So again, I, I do want to check this movie yeah. out just to see if that element is in there. Yeah, yeah I do think it is more of a thriller. And um, I didn't um, go through and check out exactly how they were marketing it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm me, because it's me, guys. Um, so they, I, but I do think it is looks like more of a thriller sure. angle. I think they could have put more stuff in there to make it more horror, and then right. get teased. So I, I don't think they're really marketing it as a bam yeah. axe murderer. <laughs> People will die. Everyone's Maybe. dying. <laughs> I just wanted to throw an apology out to all of our fans in Arkansas. Thanks, Maddie. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> My family is in Arkansas. I can say so it. You have, every, you have every right to say it. Yeah, I can say whatever I want. So yeah, uh, January 4th uh, release date. It's, yep. it's out now. It's, it's on out. VOD. We've talked about it. It's on Prime. Go check out Russ Creek. It's uh, sit on Amazon Prime VOD rental. It does look like an interesting movie. It mm-hmm. does. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah I was going to say on, um, Ru- I think it's Russ. 
on their website, um, their Twitter handle is at Rust Creek. They have the link to their um, film page, and they do have a list of where it's playing and what's going on. I think I saw Alamo Drafthouse in Omaha on that list, but I'm not sure. Oh. So if you do see it before we do, drop us a line at the uh, Midnight Fright Films Facebook or Midnight Fright Cast Facebook groups. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to news really quick, because we talked about the Oh, um, going back to news. Sure. Uh, no, 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 don't do no. it. No, 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 no. We don't need it. Do, I'm not do, even going to do it. Do, 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 I'm the broken version of it. Do, do, do. Okay. Um, he almost hit it. He almost no, hit no, 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 no. <laughs> um, uh, I just want to go back because we talked about Alamo Draft House. And it's coming here. It's going to be in, in uh, the Alamo Draft House in Omaha. So, it's uh, the only one in Nebraska. Yeah, so great. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. it's, Alamo, Alamo Draft House is doing this all around. Uh, Glass comes out in a week and a half, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, the 18th. They're doing Unbreakable, Split, and Glass as a... Like a triple feature. Yeah, triple really? feature. So if you uh, have a local uh, Alamo Draft House and you're a fan of the Shyamalana universe, you should go uh, check that out. ding dong. That's it. So <laughs> that's, uh, that's the end of the news part two. No, don't touch that. Okay. <laughs> that gonna, was the news. We're doing a little <laughs> bit. Uh, we're doing some things so, uh, a little bit ass backwards tonight because we're going to talk about our feature real quick before our, we go into our topic. So a little bit ass backwards. Patrick, do you want to explain yourself and why you picked this feature you for tonight? To explain I, yourself. I did Patrick, not necessarily pick this one. It's just that we were talking about it at the last podcast or afterwards, and the fact that it had hit so many people's 2018 lists, and I had seen it, and I thought it was pretty good. Obviously, you guys didn't. So I'm going into the penalty box. Yeah. Oh, that means I'm out. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Oh. I mean, you can. You're out. That's fine. Well, yeah. once you out, Maddie, you're fine. <laughs> it's 2019. You're fine. Now. It's, we're starting fresh. <laughs> we are, we erase yeah, all. You'll all be back. Deaths. Yeah, you'll be back in there in a few times. So it's fine. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kind of interested to hear Patrick's take on why he enjoyed Mandy so much. Well, well. Before you dive into that, yeah. No, read your deets. Oh, okay. The deets. Mandy obviously released in 2018. Now streaming on Shutter. And I think the reason Maddie didn't like it is because it did run two hours long. <laughs> I haven't even said anything about the damn movie yet. <laughs> and here You've we go with the You made a name deets. for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> the enchanted lives of a couple in a secluded forest are brutally shattered by a nightmarish hippie cult and their demon biker henchmen, propelling a man into a spiraling, surreal rampage of vengeance. IMDb rating 6.6. Metascore rating 81%. Rotten Tomatoes critic rating, 92%. Who is and, watching this fucking movie? And a Rotten Tomato audience score of 67%. I mean, come on. First of all, you, you picked on Maddie, but the, the biggest uh, thing I had a problem with, uh, one of the big things I had a problem with, was this movie was about 40 fucking minutes too long. It needed to, um, cut, I will agree, it needed to cut that one, or the first act by about 20 minutes. Two hours is way too long for this shit to go on. The, the first 40 minutes, nothing fucking happened. And I was ready. Like, I don't get to the point. Like, I finish movies. I don't really shut them off. I don't do that 20-minute rule thing. But I was real close on this one just being, fuck it. If I didn't pay for this, I would just shut it off. But because I threw down my four ninety nine, I uh, felt like I had to finish it. Here's the thing. Is Nick Cage, people got what they wanted. If, if you like to watch Nick Cage scream and go fucking crazy, then you will love Mandy. But... I preferred Mom and Dad, and I hated Mom and Dad. I'd rather watch Nick Cage in that movie scream and yell at his children and go crazy than the Nick Cage we got in Mandy. I just did not. I couldn't figure out 
I, I just I just did not care about see, anything that and, was going see, on. See, and at for all. me, I think this is one of the best things Nick Cage has done in ten years. Ugh. I I think this is a perfect vehicle for his over the top crazy acting. Okay. Nick, here's the thing. Is Nick, this is what pisses me off. Is Hang on a second. This is another Halloween. This is no, 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 cool. no. This is what pisses me off. Is Nick Cage is a good actor. If you go back to It Could Happen to You, uh, Leaving Las Vegas, Wind Talkers, that motherfucker can act. And he's selling himself out for fucking movies like Mom and Dad and Mandy and the other bullshit uh, horror films he's got coming out down the line because he's making more and he's just going to show up and he's going to fucking scream. He'll get his paycheck and he'll go home and he can fucking act. That's, <laughs> that's what the, I do. That's the, what? <laughs> so that's what I do. Scream. Uh, yeah, I just, go home. I just show up, scream, and get my paycheck. <laughs> go ahead. I, I, I don't know that I can I, – I agree with you that he can act because I, I loved his uh, – his role in uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. I thought he did a phenomenal job. I feel like he's taking a turn in his acting career. And a little bit of, I feel, is on purpose, but mostly not so much. Because I'm not sure why he's picking up these roles. Like, he was the last person I would ever have expected to be in a horror movie. Rents do. Yeah, I mean, people, that's what he's getting offered. <laughs> this is true. That's what he's getting offered. This is that's true. That's sucks. Right, but I don't know. I, I feel like he... Like, there was a time when... Uh, Tom Cruise was like super huge. And then he just went off the face of the earth about that time that he decided to pick up that stupid religious bullshit. You know, that Scientology yep, I got crap, you. that stuff. <clears throat> and he kind of went away for a while. And I feel like Nick Cage is kind of in the same realm, except he's not coming back trying to redeem his old name with Mission Impossible 14. Yeah. He's kind of staying in crazy land. I just, I don't know. That's just yeah. kind of how I'm, how I'm viewing it. Like he's, he's, he's living there and he doesn't want to seem to remove himself. Yeah. And it's fine that he wants to visit crazy land once in a while, but sometimes he doesn't have to live there and he can come out of that little world once in a while and do something legit. Because like I said, he can, I know I, he's I got agree the chops and he can do it. He, if, like yeah. I said, it. He's taking these roles where it's just like, all right, I, I did my time. I covered myself with blood and screamed for a while. Give me my money. And it's just kind of shitty to think of him like that, I guess. I Patrick, guess. Or, or Maddie, or Maddie, I'm sorry. No, keep go, okay, go ahead, join in, please. Um, my rant is basically over. I said I didn't have a whole bunch to say about this movie. I'm pretty much done. Okay. I know I said goddamn it earlier, but to be fair, I only watched an hour and a half of this movie, so I did do exactly what I always do. I don't have any thoughts on Peyote the movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had... As I said before, we started the cast through some fuck-ups at uh, Sandwich Place. I had a pickle and black olive sandwich today, and I felt the same about that sandwich as I do about this movie. I have <laughs> I have no thoughts, opinions, or anything on this movie. Like, I felt nothing watching this. Like, I didn't have fun. I wasn't even mildly irritated. I was just kind of, like, staring at the screen, like, what the fuck is this? Like, mm-hmm. as I said, like, I had no idea what was going on. Like, it felt like, you know that... We all have that kid, that kid in your high school class that was just weird for the sake of being fucking weird, yep. quoted way too much anime, like ran around and quoted Moni, Monty Python and doing all sorts of weird shit just to be weird. This was this movie. Just like, it, it's just an annoying background noise. Like about an hour into the movie, I got up and like did my laundry. As I, as I said, I have no, I'm not angry about this movie. I just, I have, I have no thoughts. I have no thoughts or opinions on it at all. I just was kind of like... I was like, is this trying to be a supernatural movie, a cult movie? Like, they had three, like, off-cast members of Slipknot show up. Like, what is this <laughs> thing? And I was just, I don't know. And the other thing I was really, 
I will say the makeup artist was amazing because man, the woman who plays Mandy off screen is a beautiful girl, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in this movie, like she was a dumpster fire, <laughs> and like I was just, as I said, I. I just have no thoughts or opinions on this movie except for dumpster fire and off-cast Slipknot bands because, I don't know, it just, it was so even keel to me and the dialogue was really weird and the only person it seemed to like fit was like the crazy cult leader guy because he was just screaming nonsense anyway. But then every time the other characters talked, I was like, what nonsense is this? It just seemed like they were just babbling like psycho shit that you hear when people are on fucking peyote or on drugs, this mm-hmm. I don't know. I well, I, I, I think the, the drugs definitely drove this movie forward. Because oh, so they the, were on you know, drugs. The, when she did the drops in her eye, that was LSD straight to the eye. Oh, and then the, I have no idea how you take LSD. And then they Thank talk, you. Then uh, <laughs> when they got to the chemist, or well, not just the chemist. When Nick Cage was red, his character was red. When he was in the trailer home. Prothers was telling him all the local folklore about this, that the chemist had provided him bad, provided the bikers bad LSD, which transformed them into these creatures, and which is like this mega LSD, which was that gray stuff they were drinking. So that was LSD-based oh, stuff. So when see, Nick Cage, and I don't know if you got to this part, where he, he tasted dipped it, it, and, and tasted then, it, and, and went then like, totally <laughs> got superpowers at that point. Okay, yeah, and I didn't even pick up on any of that. Yeah, That's so, how just like... <clears throat> Just straight line. Just this was me watching the movie. Just as I said, no heart right. rate up, no interest, <laughs> no nothing. I, just... I think the word is mind numbing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. That was what it was. <laughs> it was just kind of a mind numbing movie. It was background noise. I will say, and 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 to your guys's credit, two hours is way too long for this type of movie. Mm-hmm. If we want the standard horror fan to enjoy it, they could have kicked in almost two minutes before the invasion of the black skulls mm-hmm. when they showed up to abduct them you could have spent five minutes establishing this is a mm-hmm. couple they love each other boom this shit happens and then we could have cut out you know 20 to 25 minutes right at the beginning and got straight to the juice of this movie because yeah. within 10 minutes of that you've got live burnings you've got blood you've got yeah all the good stuff from that point on yeah yeah and then like i wasn't really sure like why mandy was chosen like i kind of assumed she was burned alive because her customer service skills suck <laughs> Is the bitchiest <laughs> cashier cashier I've ever seen in my life. Wasn't she chosen because no, they saw her in the truck? And right, the Jeremiah. Like, I gotta you know, have the van, her. The van passed, and yeah. Jeremiah is like, "I've got to have this woman." She is, and that was part of the establishing stuff with Nick Cage when he sees her coming out of the water and stuff. To him, she's a goddess, and so that's kind of the way Jeremiah was looking at her when it's like, uh, "Nope, she's it. She's the one. She has to be part of the children of the new." Children of the New Dawn. I did. That's I did pay attention yep. to that. Yep. Um, was that one of the titles that was plastered in the middle of the movie? Yeah, that uh, weird PowerPoint yeah. shit. So when Jeremiah present literally presented himself to her, yeah. and she just laughed at him and could not stop laughing. That was it. Oh. That was the part that made me write in my notes. This is the year of the man dick. Yeah, there's been I a hope lot. That's not true. A lot of- <laughs> As opposed to the year of the women dick. Yeah. Okay, um, that was literally sure. one of my notes is Year of the Man Dick, because it's the second <laughs> movie in a row where there's just a lot of dick in it. and um, Maybe we're of- finally getting, like, the women of horror movies yeah. are finally getting some revenge <laughs> that our titties and our pussy has been... <laughs> Am I allowed to say that on oh, here? Oh, God, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and have been all over the freaking screen since, like, the 80s. Yeah. Well, now, and, dicks out! And, and we, dicks will out. Dis- we will discuss that hashtag, more when we get to the... Hashtag dicks out. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like that whole dicks out for Harambe thing. <laughs> anyway. Dicks out for horror. Yeah. No, I, I, I think you've touched oh, on something that we'll probably talk about more when we talk about the best of 2018 is yeah. how there is being this shift in what horror is and mm-hmm. with the revenge films and everything else like that. So I, th- that is a good point to bring up. Shift or shaft, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Greg, your thoughts. It's going to be a bunch of dick jokes from here on out, isn't there? Awesome. Like my second cast, you all had like this 37 dick joke that like went on for like three episodes. This is true. I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah, no, the dicks are not just appearing. They've been here. (laughs) Oh, so this kind of movie is the movie that really pisses me off. (laughs) Yay. Not because of the content. because I Is that a good or a bad way? No, not because of the content, because I knew this was going to be bad going into it. This pisses me off because it's one of those movies that was fence sitting. And when I say that, I mean, if a movie's bad enough, I'll shut it off. If a movie's good enough, obviously I'm going to keep watching. This was the one that I wanted to be a shut off movie, and it kept pulling me in, and it kept me going to the entire thing. And I was upset at the end of that because it's like, I wanted to be done with this like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't be because I don't, now I want to see how it ends. And then it would trickle down. It's like, all right, this is getting to a point where I could shut up. Oh, God damn it. Now I got to keep watching. So. I really did not like this movie very much, mainly because just what the fuck? Like, what the absolute fuck? Yeah. What did you have to be on, and why was there no disclaimer that you had to be on this when you watched this movie to start off with? That was terrible. That was a bad director. Do you think bad they should director. have, like, if it comes out on, like, DVD, like, you should open it, and there's, like, a little baggie of white stuff. Right? <laughs> They're like, uh, just put this uh, on the tip of your tongue. It, it comes with a page of stickers. <laughs> yeah, right. page of stickers, and they're like, yeah, have a good time. So, I started writing notes on this, because that's what I do for all my movies, um, until I get bored or just want to shut the stupid thing off. I did enjoy the opening. Very Tarantino-esque opening. I don't know if anybody caught that. Just very, like, it was very musically driven. Yeah. And it just it had a very, very nice Tarantino film. Going forward, it felt like it was an interesting blend between a zombie movie and a Tarantino film. Okay. Anybody else? Just me? There were zombies in it? No, Rob Zombie. Sorry. <laughs> oh. Rob Zombie. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, my fault. Yeah. I was yeah, like, I did I now. really not pay attention to that I should have specified. I should have specified. I was trying to think of the zombie, and I was, I was totally going to defend you, Greg. I was like, yeah, I saw a zombie totally, but... They were in the woods. They were yeah, right there, I promise there. you. <laughs> no, it, it felt like an interesting blend between Tarantino and Rob Zombie. Once I started seeing all the weirdness for weirdness sake, I popped it up on IMDb just because I wanted to learn a little bit more about what the movie was supposed to be about or what the hell was going on. And they labeled it as a grindhouse film. Okay. And I had not even thought about that. Okay. And it fits kind of perfectly. It kind of does. Now that you you say that, yeah. So the only other things that I really picked up besides the what the absolute fuck (laughs) was the fact that apparently you can do anything if you do enough blow, i.e., Nick Cage, in this movie, was an expert blacksmith because he was able to craft a giant, pretty badass-looking axe. Yeah, that's true. He was a master axe wielder. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was an expert marksman because he was able to shoot one of those black skull guys off of a motorcycle with a crossbow. Yeah. In the dark. I forgot that. In the dark. He was also an expert martial artist. I mean, to be fair... Uh, he probably was doing a lot of blow, but like <laughs> he was living like ki- they're kind of living out in the woods. Like I would expect someone living out in the woods to like be oh. able to like wield an axe and like cr- do some some. Well, yeah, because he was a lumberjack. He was a lumberjack. That was yeah. the other thing. He was a lumberjack. So I will give him the axe part, but making the axe, yeah, blacksmith, a little little bit of a stretch. And, I don't. And where know. did the forge come from? Right. 
I mean, like it, all of a sudden he's just in an iron forge and hey I'm gonna make an axe. It looked like he was like down in like Iron Man's cave uh-huh. in the first movie, you know, making all this right. stuff. Guys, next episode we're all gonna do a shit ton of blow and see who can make the best axe. Uh, I'm actually okay with that. <laughs> uh, Just get on board. Just get on board. Uh, yeah, I was go with it. It's well, live tweet it. This is gonna be great. I was just wondering who was, who was gonna bring the frights on blow. Who's bringing the blow? You used to work at Jimmy John's. It's you. Yeah, I'm just people I could probably call really honestly. I feel like we're gonna get a disclaimer from Jimmy John's. Say, do not air this episode. Yeah, it's like we are. Can, can, we, can no we bleep way. out Jimmy John's? No. Sorry, I just said it again. Anything else, Greg? No. That was all that I had. So just remember, kids, you can do anything if you do enough blow. Um, also, this movie could have been over in the first five minutes had that fucking tree just fallen on Nick Cage. That would have been fantastic. That would have been awesome. Wow. It could have been over a lot quicker if he had called the goddamn cops. I feel like if someone like lit my significant other on fire, I yeah. would call the police and be like, excuse me. Instead of... <laughs> binging on vodka in your underwear in the bathroom while screaming oh, loudly. Yeah, I never want to see <laughs> Nick Cage without pants on again. Like, that was like, no, that was like, I don't know. To me, that was his leaving Las Vegas moment again. I don't know. I came in from doing laundry and just was like Nicolas Cage's bare legs, and I was just like, oh, nope, no, nope. In, in his tidy whities Yeah, that just... Scream crying. Yeah, scream crying. Scream crying. Yeah, I mean, we've all been there. It's fine, but like... <laughs> So, I, Patrick. I, guys, I got to say, I really, really enjoyed this movie. If you haven't figured Patrick that out was doing so acid. far. Oh, <laughs> explain. I just got a kick out of it because I didn't take it serious at all. I a lot didn't of these either. People, a lot of these people are trying to get like these Junian overtones and all this other crap with it. And I just sat back and went, no, nah, I'm just in for a trip at this point. Okay. Did did you put on your 3D glasses so, no, for all I, the red oh, and blue? That would have been cool. That would have been awesome. <clears throat> but I do have to ask, what's with the uptick and all these pseudo Cenobot whatever characters, creatures that have shown up lately in movies? Because I thought the Black Skulls were very much like that, with the guy that had the weird covered face. By the way, spoilers. And then the guy that was doing like the face full of blow and then got a sword <laughs> erection, things like that. They just all these characters just remind me of things out of out of Hellraiser. And we've seen that in a couple movies that we've talked about over the past few things. He had some great lines in here, some great one-liners that, like, Nick Cage can only deliver. Mm-hmm. He, he gets slashed by the one guy and just looks, that was my favorite shirt. And then later on, when he's just beating the shit out of him, talking about, you ripped my shirt! It was great. It was awesome. <laughs> and I thought there was some really good fucking kills in this movie as well. I I may have missed some. Yeah, I, I did doze a couple of times. Also, I wasn't dozing. I would, okay, I had a, but I, I had gotta a mild say, hangover and just you, okay. You guys have to see because you haven't seen it. The last half hour of the movie, and if you had, if you don't remember the kills in this movie, I didn't really give a shit. It, it okay. took an hour and twenty minutes right. to get to the fucking kills. Like, just give give me a I kill did. in the first twenty minutes. I'll be happy. Don't make me wait an hour and a half to kill somebody. I, by that point, I'm. I my my attention, like my ability to to hold attention for that long before something actually happens, and you decide, okay, well we can kill people now. I just can't. You you lose me if you do that. Well, and, and that's why I said it's unfortunate that the first act is so long because yeah. the second and third act are total payoffs. Yeah, for you me. Sh- it should not take you an hour to get anywhere, especially <laughs> horror movies. Like most horror movies, on average, are like an hour and a half mm-hmm. so like around that hour point uh you should be kind of at the climax starting to wrap shit mm-hmm. up 
So, like, this movie didn't even get started until, like, an hour in. Mm -hmm. Like, they were just screwing around for an hour. And so, yeah, I just... No movie should do that. Something should be fucking happening by, like, 25 minutes in. And there were shots that literally held for, like, two, three minutes straight. Yeah. Oh, like that one where he was on the ATV stuck in the mud? Yeah, just would not cut. Yeah, like, like, go. Like, even, like, I was sitting at the TV, I felt like, you know when you're at a stoplight and the person in front of you is obviously on their fucking phone and, like, the light turns green and it, like, fucking go! Like, I was right. doing that in the movie. I was yeah. just like, come on. Right. Um, I do want to say, Patrick, <laughs> if you like uh, this sort of fuckery, you might like, um, there's a movie called Beyond the Wall of Sleep that actually kind of reminds me a lot of this movie just with the acid trip look. And I think it's a lot better. Patrick, just, he just looks like he's facing the firing squad. I really am. <laughs> he really does. And I got to say, I really dug the chainsaw fight. I thought that was pretty fucking cool. I think I saw part of that. And my, I guess my final note is, before I step into the penalty box, this film was set in the 1980s. I thought they did a terrific job of making it look like it was yes. a film from the 1980s. You mm-hmm. mentioned the Grindhouse films. It's exactly the feel they were going for. To me, it had this ultra-violent action film trope. And it totally worked for me. I found it thoroughly entertaining. You guys can fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) So let's give scores, Patrick. (laughs) All right. We do our scoring scale by the fear factor, the gore factor, and then overall score. So let's start with the fear factor. Greg. Goose egg. All right. Zero for Greg. I'm going to actually step out of rating this at all because, as I said, I have no opinion on this movie. All right. I'm, I'm stepping out of rating the Fear Factor. Okay, Fear Factor was extremely low because to me it was just it was just a slasher. Right in the last, it was acts. it was gore fest. It was so, a gore fest. Yeah, there was no scare. And like Emily sat down and watched some of this with me. Yeah, if that I tells you anything. There was nothing that made me feel uncomfortable in this movie. Oh, I have a lot of other things to say about that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but see, that's where I kind of put it—the Fear Factor. In right. There. No, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it was a different level of uncomfortable. Okay, what made you uncomfortable? <laughs> Nick Cage binge drinking vodka in his underwear while okay. screaming loudly and crying. All right. Then stay out of my house on the weekends. <laughs> I didn't realize that was your house. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So then there's a the gore factor. Let's go around the table or if it's just me and you or are you going to dig in on the gore factor? Okay. Maybe. I'll, I'll, I'll jump in and I'll give it its due. I'd probably stick it at a six or a seven. It okay. was relatively bloody, which was yeah. nice. Based on photos I've seen, <laughs> I'd give it about a six or a seven as well. I'd put it around a seven because there was a butt ton of blood in this movie. Including yeah. the guy with the blood all over his butt? Yeah. Ooh, I and, missed that part. Yeah. I might go back. I, I got go that back. one because I wanted to make a really snide joke. And well, and once again, go. going back to the guy that was doing all the blow. That exactly. Was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And there was dismemberment and all sorts of stuff. If there's so, ass blood, I'm going back. I'm in. There's there's ass blood. Okay, well, you sold me. All right, the overall score. Going the same way, Greg. Because I gave it a gore score of six. Ooh, gore score, I like that. I'm going to give it a two, because there's absolutely no content to this movie whatsoever, except unless you're on, like, a case full of blow. All right, you're still out. Yeah, I'm flatlining. <laughs> and yeah, Josh. I cannot give this movie a goose egg, because this movie exists. So. <laughs> That's half the battle. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a two. And I think that's, I think that's very fair for um, what I saw of the movie and um, just the fact that the movie fucking sucks. <laughs> Go ahead, Patrick. I give it a solid seven. 
I really did enjoy this movie. All right. And enjoy that penalty box. Yes, and I will enjoy the penalty <laughs> it's box. It's cold in there. Um, <laughs> you know, however, there's a, few, there's a few movies I saw this past year that I suggested and Josh said he watched and enjoyed really well. Maybe Very we much. Should, maybe we should have picked one of those instead. So here's the thing is you kind of originally did, and then but you had picked Mandy first. So I, I needed an excuse to watch Mandy. So I, I, I kind of was like, well, maybe we shouldn't talk about that movie because – We've talked about that movie kind of a little bit. So, so you would have you probably would have said Revenge. Had we talked about Revenge, one. yes. Okay. By far. If you all have not seen Revenge. Well, then, I'm, well, then yeah. maybe I'm not going to suggest Revenge, but somebody else could. I, there's one movie I'm waiting for it to stream. I check it like once a month, and the second it hits, I'm going to be like, we're watching it! <laughs> Which one's that? Frontiers. That's a so series excited, on Netflix. I'm so excited. No. No. Frontiers is a beautiful thing. Martyrs. Martyrs is coming next, and then... No, I'm going to wait until I've been here a while because that'll get me kicked off. (laughs) (laughs) I think we we do have to do something like that, though, you know, eventually dip our toe into that water. I dipped my toe into that water. I've seen that water already. So, (laughs) I mean, I didn't drown, but uh, my toes got rather cold. As long as you're not dipping your toe into that butt blood. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's my usually my Saturday night. So um, that's Mandy for you. Um, So... (laughs) This is one of my favorite casts of the year that we usually do. We usually do it actually in the year. Um, but one of my favorite times is when we get to the top 10 favorite films of said year. Uh, so tonight we're going to wrap with our top 10 favorite films that we did see in 20 uh, horror films that we saw in 2018. Maddie's doing stuff a little bit different than... I half-assed it again. No, 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 no. It wasn't, it wasn't half-assed. It was... Uh, just, well, just explain, I guess, what you're doing before we get into it, Matt. Um, I think I mentioned this last cast, but um, I'm doing movies I watched in 2018. However, I did have a cutoff because I watched a lot of 80s horror this year. So, like, I did 2016 and on movies that I saw in 2018. I wasn't a jackass about it. <laughs> so, um, Greg, do you have 10? I'm, I'm kind of actually going to kind of coattail on what Maddie did because I came up okay. with like seven 2018 movies. However, my list does not reflect the best. Okay, well, how many do you got? I guess, do you have 10? I have 12, but I've got three 2017 movies on there. Okay. Uh, so Patrick's got 10. I've got 10. I've got 10. I also have some honorable mentions. I have I've, some honorable mentions I've as well. I've got some disappointments, which kind of curtails off what we did last time. Yeah. And then also, I would like to have a quick discussion about that whole what is horror, what is not this year. Because there were some things that people thought were just outstanding horror movies. It hit every, you know, all these lists, yet I'm sitting back and going, this was not a fucking horror movie. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to fight. We're not going to fight because I know we're going to start the year off with some black eyes and because bruises. I know there's one you totally agree with me on, and that's yeah. Cam. Yeah, exactly. I hate that goddamn movie. You know, so there, so there were those movies where it was completely questionable, and even like, and I posted this in the message group. The movie Assassination Nation was listed as horror. It's a really fucking good movie, but it was on people's horror lists, and I looked at it, and to me, it was not horror. Yeah, yeah. There's there's plenty of things that. People put out on their list that, yeah, I agree, uh, we're not. Again, they talk, what is horror? You know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, my version of horror is different than what Maddie thinks, it's different than what Greg thinks, and it's different than what you think. And we are, we're all scared and feel differently about what horror is, I guess. So mm-hmm. if 
you know, if somebody puts Cam on their list, they're not wrong. Right. That's yeah. something that they felt. No, they're was... wrong. With Cam, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one movie that I'm like, nope, you, no, 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 that is not a horror movie. Um, the rest I can see. But yeah. Cam, you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Well, sorry, everybody else's list. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I wonder if we're just at this time hitting some sort of paradigm shift that has maybe happened in other generations as well. Oh, yeah. There's, I think I mentioned it in the yeah. chat, whatever we'd call the it. The thread? The thread. There's this really, really great book called The Monster Story, and it is about – or Story of Monsters. What did I say? I can't Monster remember. Monster Story. It is such a cool book because mm-hmm. it goes through all the – like from Nosferatu and even before that, mm-hmm. and it talks about all the cultural cha- things that drive what a horror movie is and why certain things are – more horrific for one generation than they are for the next. So mm-hmm. I definitely recommend everybody check that out because it is super cool. As I said, it has a really cool cultural spin on this is why movies, horror movies in the 80s were like they were. And this is why horror movies in you know the 50s were like they were. It's really, really cool. Mm. I definitely recommend everybody check that out if you're a horror fan. You know, what we cool. should do is get a sponsorship from mm-hmm. audible.com or something like that. Then we can promote books each time and maybe get paid there we go i like yeah, that what was, what was the name of the book uh the monster story monster story was it monster story or story, story of monsters, monsters. <clears throat> oh for fuck's sake i'll find it <laughs> or the well, monster we get the story idea. No, we get I'll the idea of both. the title and we get the idea of the, what the book's about I think oh for fuck sake <laughs> best title ever <laughs> okay so we're gonna round robin this shit um we're gonna start with uh Whoever has 10, and then Maddie, until we hit eight, are, we'll let you kind of jump in. Are we going from favorite to least favorite? 10 to 1. 10 to 1. Least so, to best. Least to best. Okay. Cool. Does anybody care who starts? Anybody who wants to? Oh, Patrick, I'm just going to pick on you. You start. Well, my I'm going to start with honorable mentions, actually. It's gonna, how many do you got? Uh, I'm just going to list them off here. Okay, cool. Honorable mention is one that, Josh, you suggested <clears throat> to us, and I had the opportunity to see it, and it's uh, You Might Be the Killer. Okay which I found quite enjoyable, okay. very, very humorous. There is a Korean film called Ganjam Haunted Asylum, Ganja? which is out there. Not Ganja. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's the drug cast tonight. Yeah. Downrange. Okay. I don't know if that's one that you had a chance to see It's on not. Shudder. I'm going to watch okay. it. Okay. Downrange was a good one. Pie Whacket was one that I watched for the 2018 horror. Mom and Dad. So Nick Cage got on my list. And one called Boarding School. So that's my honorable cool. mention. Yeah, my my I guess we'll do honorable mentions sure. first. Um, I only got three. Uh, my honorable mentions are uh, Bad Samaritan. You can watch on Amazon Prime, The Night Eats World. Again, Amazon Prime, and a movie called Ruin Me, uh, which is on Shutter. That's my three. I've heard of Ruin Me, dude. It's fucking really good. Okay, it's on Shutter. You should find it and check it out. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's pretty good. I think um, that was on a few lists. Maybe that's why it's. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But like I said, it's it's indie and it's, you know, a non-known cast, but it's it's actually a pretty good watch. So okay. I enjoyed it a lot. All right. Greg, Great. you got any honorable mentions? Can you do two of those out of your 10? Can you do honorable mentions? I, a couple ladies? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or if you only have 10, he doesn't have honorable mentions. <clears throat> he has 12, I think. Oh, okay. Saying. I think I have 12, but I want to take out a couple of them on here. So uh, just go ahead with the top 10 and I'll figure cool. out what I'm going to do because so, that's a little weird. Number 10, Patrick. Number 10 <clears throat> for me was a movie called The Endless. 
Uh, it was about these two brothers that were part of a cult, and after being away from it for a while, they head back to the <clears> cult, but then they find themselves in this infinite loop and that they can't get out of. And it was just really well written, very clever. I believe it was based on a short that they had originally done, and it, I just found it to be a very thought-provoking movie as well as, again, this falls into that line <clears> of, is it a horror, is it not? It was listed as horror. I enjoyed it. It's on my list. Cool. Uh, yeah, my number 10 is a movie called Bloodfest. Um, it got kind of trampled by a movie that came out around the same time called Hellfest. But oh, Bloodfest... Yeah. What's that? I said, oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Bloodfest is uh, basically about a group of uh, kids that go to uh, a festival called Bloodfest. Um, it's a horror slash music, like heavy metal music kind of festival and uh once they get there they realize that everybody there is um about to get their asses kicked and some people are gonna get killed um it's a lot of fun it's just uh it's just one of those movies that uh um you could if you want to watch kind of a, a movie that just is uh kind of balls to the wall and just like watch people get killed bloodfest is your movie this is a ton of fun so bloodfest is my number 10 is that what normally happens at a lot of those big metal shows? I feel like you just described a Lamb of God concert. I've never been, so <laughs> I might have to check it out. Greg? All right, so my list is going to be a little weird. Like I said, I'm following Maddie because I didn't watch <laughs> a lot of 2018 horror, and I'm a little upset by that, but that's on me. Um, what I have is the majority of the stuff that I watched in 2018. However, the majority of the stuff that I watched in 2018 was garbage. So I'm just going to list a bunch of garbage until we get to about number three or four, and then it'll start getting good. So. <laughs> cool. Top of my list was uh, Winchester. Okay. That's all I choose to say. That's about all you that. choose to say about it. Why was it, I guess, why is it number 10? Uh, it if was, you have a movie, if you have a list full of shit, why was that number 10? It was the first that I had written down after going through the list of movies that were from 2018. Cool. So it just was pure happenstance that that landed there. All right, cool. Uh, Patrick, <laughs> back to Patrick for number nine. And then, uh, yeah. I actually have nine. Oh, you have nine? You okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Shit. So what, Maddie can jump in on this round then. All right. Uh, so Patrick. Okay. For my number nine is one that I didn't see on too many lists. But once again, this is a list of movies that I saw in 2018 from 2018. And we kind of talked about this one on the podcast a few weeks ago. That as long as you're able to separate it from the original movie, it was actually pretty good on its own. And that's The Strangers Pray at Night. Nice. Ended up cool. on my list. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I just, like I said, as long as you're able to separate it from the first one by itself, it, the, as a standalone mm -hmm. movie, I found it very enjoyable. 100%. Very, very good. Uh, my number nine is a movie we covered on the podcast. Again, it's just a fucking really fun movie. My number nine is Terrifier. So dug that movie a lot. When I watched it, I was like, I, I didn't know if that was going to really fall on my list. And then I rewatched it and I was like, this movie is just fucking a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, my number nine is terrifier. Maddie. My number nine is Hellraiser judgment. It was in a fantastic movie, but I just, I love that franchise so much that I just kind of had to put it on there. <clears throat> I kind of never want to watch it again, but you know, <laughs> it happened. I didn't hate it. So yeah, there's a really cool, you just described, you just uh, subscribed to shutter, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a really uh, cool documentary on shutter about the making of Hellraiser. So I don't remember the name of it, but if you just scroll through like the new titles, it's there. Yeah. So you would dig that. I do. I'm actually really excited. It's kind of off topic, 
but I am doing a horror sleeve on one of my legs, and I'm starting it off with a Hellraiser tattoo next weekend. Are you doing pinhead? Nice. Um, I'm doing like a pinhead heart. Nice. Greg, <laughs> number nine. <laughs> so the next on my list, which has no significance in numerical order at all, was The Predator. Nice. Did you listen wow. to uh, <laughs> the OG ending, to the, all the alternate endings to Predator? I did, actually. And uh, <laughs> when you were talking about having Ripley come in, I thought that that would have been a much better nod. I still don't think that that movie was worth what it needs to be worth. It I don't think wasn't. that. I don't think the ending as it is now set up anything. It I mean, did. They, they tried to, but nobody cares. I mean, no, exactly, exactly. Like I was fully anticipating an Arnold Schwarzenegger character <laughs> to pop out of there. Uh, Ripley would have been a nice little nod, but still, the movie was so bad that I just really don't give two rips about anything that. <laughs> I love how it. we're doing a best of 2018. We're talking like, about well, this the, movie was yeah, so But bad. in your defense, Greg, uh, the Predator did end up on quite a few lists. It did. There I, you go. I think I, people need to uh, raise the bar on the movies that they I watch. I was going to say, I feel like the pickings were a little slim this year, and I'm not starting that argument again. But like, yeah. it was kind of slim pickings for horror movie this year, Like, except for a couple on my list. There weren't any that I was like, oh, yeah, shit, this was great. Theatrical horror, yes, I will agree with yeah, you. Theatrical think, horror, yeah, theatrical horror, yeah. Because you jump horror. into the, yeah, indie horror, the primes, the Netflix stuff mm-hmm. that they were doing. I thought that they there was a lot of other really good stuff, and I think that's yeah. where a lot of the good content is going to be coming from, from here on out. Yeah. So. I'm um, going back really, to number, uh, really quick to number 10, because I was talking to Greg about this before we got on the cast, about how my number 10 was not my number 10 that I just announced before oh, yes. like, and before we came on, like, like an hour before I came here, I changed it. So my original number 10, I did have Halloween on my top 10. And then I kind of talked with my, my, my wife and I realized how much shit I was going to eat if I kept that in my top 10 after the rant I went on. In, See, uh, I thought you were going to go with, I had to change my top 10 because I loved Mandy so much. I thought, that was, <laughs> I thought that's exactly what you were going to say. But if, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year that Halloween would not land in my top 10 in 2018, I would have called you crazy. But now I call you perfectly correct because it's not there and it doesn't belong. So, Patrick, number eight. My number eight is what we've been talking about earlier tonight, and that is Mandy. Crappy. I don't have to it's talk called about crappy. it anymore. Crappy. Number eight, Patrick, sorry, it was Mandy? Crappy. Mandy. Okay. It was crappy. And you don't have to explain that any further because we just, no, we just got about done talking thing. about it. Yeah, you guys so. just shit on it. So cool. we'll just continue now. Yeah, uh, my number eight is uh, Patrick's number nine. My number eight is Strangers Pray at Night. And uh, again, you separate the two movies, the Strangers Pray at Night plays as a really good film. Did you get to watch them yet, Maddie? No, no? Okay. as I said, I randomly went out of town and just yeah, that's cool. screwed everything up. Um, and, and not only because... Uh, it's if you separate them, it's it's a, it's a great movie. It's it's fueled by a, a, a great soundtrack, and it has one of my favorite scenes of horror films for the year, and that is the pool scene that we've talked about in the past. I will so, agree with that. My number eight is the Strangers Pray at Night. My number eight is one of your honorable mentions: The Night Eats the World. Fantastic. I know there were zombies in it. This was kind of an odd horror movie because there's not a lot of horrific elements but it lands on my list for a couple reasons first of all i'm not a zombie movie fan but i liked this movie but this i think was great because it had an intelligent character in a horror movie which is just freaking mind-blowing because most of them have an iq barely in the double digits and to just actually (laughs) see a movie where someone was doing shit that i was like oh yeah good job instead of like 
yeah, doing what everybody else does in zombie movies was that's I thought it was unique, so that landed on my list. Greg, number eight. The next on my list, which has no numerical value whatsoever, is the uh, the movie that involves Jason Statham kicking a giant shark in the giant shark balls with <laughs> the mag. That is all I wish to say about this. I wish I would have seen that movie, um, and I probably oh, still don't. will, but I might check it out still. You know, giant, like weird animal movies just have a place in my heart because my family actually watches them for Christmas. That's fair. So like I always even if they're shitty I always have like a little bit of love for them so I know I'm eventually going to This This one probably would be alright for you to check out if those are your yeah. parameters but don't go, don't go expecting anything spectacular. Oh no I don't. <laughs> giant shark balls always have a place in my heart so I watch it because of the giant shark balls. Well giant shark balls always have a place in my mouth. Yes that too. Number seven, Patrick. Please leave that silence in there. (laughs) Uh, My number seven is one that I watched during the 2018 horror film thing that we did. And it is one that you liked and it is revenge. And this is one of those movies where, you know, we talk about that kind of shifting into stronger female leads in these movies that we're seeing now. Just an outstanding film. The, Female lead starts off as very, would you say, I don't want to say weak. But she's not ditzy and dumb, but she's just very... Timid? Yeah. Something, it doesn't look like she'd be capable of what she ends yeah. up doing in the rest of the movie. So the transformation that she makes is just incredible. She's like Barbara from uh, Night of the Living Dead. Oh, okay. Kind of I'm forced, excited to see that one. Kind of forced to be a badass, put in the uh, situation that she's in, so... Yeah, no, it's a terrific movie, and I do, if we don't review it on this show, on this podcast, then I still suggest you guys we should watch it. We should. We should double feature, actually, Revenge and MFA for the podcast. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, uh, good, Patrick? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's number seven. Uh, yeah, me. my number seven is one of Patrick's honorable mentions, and uh, again, talking about fun movies, uh, You Might Be the Killer was uh, top of my list of, as far as the fun movies go. It's just, uh, it's a movie that... I think anybody could get behind. Mm-hmm. It's got a fun cast. It's it's funny. It's just a, it's an overall good time. So uh, you might be the killer. It's on Prime. So that's where you can check that out. Uh, it was my number seven. You think that was more fun than Murder Party? Uh, uh, a gynecologist in- visits more fun than Murder Party. <laughs> no, she beat me. So, yeah, I can't even top that. Maddie, number seven. Um, my number seven is jumping back to 2016, and it oddly enough, it's the uh, remake of the Blair Witch Project. I don't know why, but uh, I enjoyed it. Up top, yeah, I love that. Fucking yeah, movie. I don't know why, but I was like, it was kind of one of those movies that I just like watched. I I don't know for shits and giggles, we were like uh, scrolling through stuff, and I about 20 minutes in, I was like, I like this. I like yeah. what was going on. So that's. But- that's fine. Blair Witch, not Book of Shadows, Blair Witch, correct? Yeah, because Book yeah. of Shadows, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's 2016, okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Blair Witch was a ton of fun. Yeah, they, it was cool. They uh, they they kind of brought that back around and put those together very nicely. So. Yeah, they did. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Greg, number seven. Oh, Pickle, I was going to try and uh, look up a different one because I don't want to talk about this one, <laughs> but I'll just jump ahead and then move that to my next one. So my next on my list of numerical value having absolutely no... I'm going to stop doing that. You guys go get it. Uh, was the new Halloween. Okay. Which, 
fight, fight, fight. No, no, no. no, no. no. <laughs> Halloween's landing on people's lists. So anybody that likes that I, movie, I, and I think no, I think it's only landing on people's lists because it was a theatrical released horror movie. And like we said, the slim, the the slims were kind of pickings this year. We'll go with it. <laughs> um, I I didn't mind it only because it was a very formulaic and familiar story of the Halloween franchise. Yeah. That being said, that's probably why I didn't like it as well, because there was nothing new. There was nothing exciting about it. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis reprising her role was kind of cool, but still it was meh. Yeah, I'm going to be really honest with you. That movie dropped on VOD already, and it comes out on DVD, uh, Blu-ray on the 15th. And I'm going to fucking buy that movie. Because so, that's what you do. Because that's just what I do. <laughs> I never learn. So... I own cool. all the saws. It's okay. So do I. There's nothing wrong with that. The saws are uh, bad movies. In- including Jigsaw. So, Greg, is that it? Oh, uh, yeah. That's all I got. Patrick, number six. Greg's number seven. <clears throat> Halloween. Halloween. Whoa. Um, nice. For me, it was quite enjoyable. I have not invested time or energy into most of the sequels or the newer versions or anything like that. So I was able to look at it differently than what you do, Josh. Mm -hmm. So I was able to sit back, enjoy all the nods back to the original one, and just enjoy it for what it was. And I hope to be be able to do that in 2019. Yeah. So eventually I would like to jump back and catch those sequels and remakes and everything else. But like I said, I think H2O was the only one that I saw, and I want to forget that one. Wait, which one? Sorry. Oh, H2O. H2O. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Sorry. And I want to forget that one, and but still... I, I mean, because there's enough, you know, like, I, I don't remember watching Zombies version of it. Oh, I thought we were talking about Zombies again. Yeah. So zombie so, movies again. His name's Rob Zombie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love Rob Zombie's versions yeah. of Halloween. I do too, too. Yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, I'm looking back to, or looking forward to looking back at those movies. Cool. Uh, yeah, my number six was a Patrick suggestion, actually. Wait, it may, it was either Patrick or Greg. Now I don't fucking remember. So, one of you guys, wa- guys watched this movie, though, and talked about it on the podcast. I'm pretty sure it was Patrick. Uh, my number six is Unsane. Yeah, that wasn't um, me. Okay, yeah. It's so fucking good. I actually had Bad Samaritan and Unsane in the number six spot, and I had to pick one. Because they're kind of, sort of, in a way, the same feel, the same kind of movie. And I didn't want the same kind of movies on. I wanted the list to kind of uh, be a little bit different. So uh, I had to pick one. And when it came down to it, Unsane was... Just uh, squeak by is the the better movie. If you have not seen Unsane, it's uh, on Prime. It's free and uh, it's a fucking ride. So you should check that movie out. It's really really good. In fact, number six is probably low, but uh, eh, it, it is what it is. Check it out. Check it. Number six, many. I have no idea what year this movie came out. I know it was in the last <laughs> couple of years, but it's a uh, Cult of Chucky. I, I thought that I, movie I, was goddamn hilarious. Yeah, like man. I didn't as a horror movie. Eh, but it was so funny. Like, I was cracking up this entire movie. It just, I don't know, every once in a while, I don't know if they were trying to make, I mean, the Child's Play movies were always kind of funny, but um, I don't know what they were doing with it. But yeah, I loved Cult of Chucky. I thought yes. it was a good time. And the return of Alex Vincent. So that mm-hmm. was good, too. Yeah. Cool. Greg, six. All right. We're actually jumping into the top six. So these are actually ones that I enjoy. Okay, cool. So number six came in. It was a Netflix original tied to a, not a series, but a, uh, I forgot what I was going to try and say. Fuck what I was going to try and say. Uh, Cloverfield Paradox. Okay, cool. Yeah. And this made the list, A, because it was 2018, B, because I watched it, and C, because I hated it up until the very end when I wanted to see what was going to happen next. Okay. So- Cloverfield Paradox. Awesome. awesome. Patrick, once he's done typing, 
will give us his number five. My number five was Josh's number six. Unsane, I cool. think, was just an insane film, especially knowing that it was shot entirely on an iPhone. What they did with that movie oh, nice. was amazing. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah, definitely for sure. My number six is actually a movie I watched recently, and I'm really glad that I snuck this one in. I watched Terrified. Your number five. five number five. Yeah. Is that what I not said? That's six. A, uh, okay, well, six. sorry. Fuck, I can't count. My number five is Terrified. It's, uh, again, on Shudder. It was not a movie that I should have watched before I tried to fall asleep. Oh. Um, it's got some good imagery in that movie mm-hmm. that will fuck you up. I heard about it kind of last minute, and I was trying to find it, and I couldn't find it. And uh, I, I got Shudder so we could watch Mandy, and Terrified was on Shudder. And God damn it. Uh, check out Terrified. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty good trip. So... That's a, definitely a movie, Greg, that you watch by yourself late at night. So Followed by like six Disney princess movies. That's going to that's gonna be it. So. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie, Maddie, number five. Um, my next one I'm not going to say too much about because we just talked about it. Incident in a Ghost Land. And this would be higher. Um, but as I said, I didn't really like the, the villains in this movie. I thought they were kind of just one-dimensional and boring. But if they had, you know been something else yeah. i probably it would have been higher on this list but i really did enjoy incident in a ghost land fair enough cool greg number five all right <laughs> number five was a hit from 2016 we did a podcast on it starred art the clown that was terrifier terrifier is from 2016 i looked it up on imdb I, did, I, did i fuck that up i've got it on my list unfortunately too but it, it's on, it it's came on, up on a 2018 list yeah. yeah it's come up on several 2018 lists so i'm wondering if it was if, if it had limited release in 2016 and then dropped vod mm-hmm. in 2018 <clears throat> because i remember they had a hard time releasing <clears throat> that movie so i'm wondering if that's why it's showing up on everybody's 2018 yeah i was gonna say it was on craig's number five from 2018 is terrifier We'll go with that. Made in 2016. Yeah, sounds good. Well, see, cool. that, but that's what we said. <laughs> yeah. well, like you and I were yeah. talking about it. it. It may have hit the circuits in the year that it was right. made or yeah. whatever, but not made available till now. Sorry, I interrupted, Greg. Go. Yeah. No, it's okay. I, you know, it was one of those ones where I watched it and it was just like, what the absolute fuck? But once it got done and you guys had explained, you know, watch this with a sense of fun. This is a fun movie. I enjoyed it yeah. at that point. So, Terrifier. Number five. Number four, Patrick. Number four for me is John Krasinski's A Quiet Place. All right. It's just, to me, it was just a really, really good film. For me, it had a lot of suspense. I know a lot of people argue that it's not horror, but it still hit my top five at number four. Nice. Uh, Yeah, my number four, uh, we chatted about earlier, and it is Revenge. Again, the, the filmmaker also made a movie called MFA. I would suggest watching those back to back if you've not seen Revenge. Uh, but Revenge, that it's got she's a badass. The girl in that movie is, you know, the beginning of it is very like just weak. And uh, once the the stuff starts happening, she's she's a real badass. So um, and it's got some some good blood. And uh, another movie I'd say is falls in that uh, Year of the Man Dick um, category. Um, so Revenge number four. Maddie, number four. My number four was 1922. This was on Netflix. Um, honestly, it hit so high on my list because it followed the book so exactly. And 1922 is one of my favorite Stephen King stories. 
But they had almost like lines from the book, and I was just so impressed with that. Because normally, a lot of Stephen King movies kind of go off the rails. Mm. So, yeah, 1922 on Netflix is mine. That fell on our 2017 list, I think, quite a few times. It was 1922. Okay. So... It's it's great. It's really good. Excellent. That's also yeah. You said Netflix, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Craig, number four. My number four. Hey Josh, I think we're alone now. There doesn't seem to be anyone around. Is it Strangers Pray at Night? Strangers Pray at Night. Yes. Number four. (laughs) Fantastic. Um, Standalone. This is a fantastic movie. Comparatively, it's still pretty decent, but not great. I I think I loved most about this one was the cinematography out of it. Uh, The pool scene, unreal. Absolutely unreal. Absolutely love the pool scene. So, Strangers Pray at Night, number awesome. four. All right, we're going down to the top three. Yep. So, we'll see if any of these match at all. I don't know. I mean, our list is like, usually our we're, list is pretty close. We're kind of all over the board yeah, today. Yeah, we are way over the place. Yeah. So, Patrick, uh, number three. You know, this may come as a surprise to several people sitting at this table because <laughs> I started off the year, midway through the year, saying there's no way in hell I'm going to enjoy this movie. But I enjoy the fuck out of this movie, and it's Terrifier. Fantastic. All yeah. right. Yeah. <clears throat> And I did look up on Rotten Tomatoes. They do have it listed as a 2018 release. Hmm. Okay, cool. Okay. So right, even though well, it was made in 2016. 2018 then. Yeah, is that, uh, that it, Patrick? That's, that's my number okay, three. Okay, cool. Yeah, my number three is a movie that I went and saw in the theater and I swore I would never see again because it was a one-time uh, watch for me. That's not me saying I didn't enjoy it. That's just me saying I'm not sure I can go through it again just for the amount of anxiety it induces. And that's hereditary. Hereditary was Tony Collette should get nominated. Tony Collette was really such a great good actress. in this movie. And it's the movie's not for everybody. It was a love or hate movie for people. For me, I sat in the category of like this movie's really upsetting me. So I, I kinda like it. So you didn't make it through that movie, right, Matt? No, I'm gonna try. Okay. I'm trying um, again. <laughs> it's not as slow burn as like uh, some Mandy. It gets to the fucking point. But yeah, my number three is hereditary. Um, I'm not going to say a lot about my number three because we've talked about it on the cast, but um, I watched Last Shift this year and I love that movie. Yeah. I one what was that twenty? Was that a 2016? Uh, I think it was so. earlier. I thought I want to say 15 or 14. Oh. Two seconds. I'll find Oops. It. Well, it yeah, I was going to say I, yeah. I watched it in 2018. I loved it. So that's mine. Greg, 2014. Yes. <clears throat> Greg, number three. <laughs> All right. So my number three. We're going to jump back to 2016. With a uh, Josh rental for me was the Belko experiment. Oh yeah, awesome, cool. fucking fantastic movie. Yeah, that's fun. Absolutely love that one. Is that it? That's all I got. Okay, right, cool. cool. Uh, Patrick, number two. My number two is one that we just reviewed last week. Incident in a Ghost Land. This one just went to number two with a bullet for me. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, yeah. Um, if, my- if you want to know about it, listen to our podcast from last week. <laughs> yeah. Yep. My number two is also Incident in a Ghost Land. What? So um, uh, that was a suggestion by Patrick that we watch. I was very happy to uh, to find that movie and uh, and watch it. And uh, it's if you haven't seen it, chase it because it's it's a it's a great little flick. So yeah. I haven't seen it. Where's it at? Where can I find it? Uh, you can find it on Prime Score Shutter. Okay. So Good yeah, no. So yeah, mine is my number two is Terrifier. Love that fucking movie. So Terrifier <laughs> fell on all of our lists, correct? Yes. Yeah. I think that's the only one that fell on everybody's list. I'm thinking that Incident in a Ghostland would probably have fallen on Greg's list had you had the opportunity to see it. Yeah. Yes. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. 
Uh, we're at number one. Nope. Greg's no, number, Greg Greg's number two. Greg's number two. Sorry, Greg. So my number two is Incident at a Ghost Land. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure it would have been. Actually, my number two is a movie that we did a double feature podcast on. Uh, was Creep 2. Awesome. 2017 movie. Yeah. And I think there's a third one coming. That's so, what I've heard. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I heard you yes. say that. So that'll be kind of exciting. Yeah, that's a been, great been, little franchise. He's been posting hints at it on his Instagram or Twitter account, yeah, whichever yeah, one of those. <clears throat> cool. Down to it. We, we blew through these top ten faster than I kind of thought we would, but that's cool. Yeah, uh, number one, Patrick. My number one is uh, one that was on your list, Josh, but a little bit lower, and that is Hereditary. Oh, fantastic. I just I just think it's a well-put-together movie that keeps you on your toes the entire time. You never... And I thought the marketing on it was excellent because there were things that you thought were going to happen in the movie because they put more emphasis on certain characters in the marketing. And then you were just completely, from that point on, you knew that you cannot guess what's going to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. Just a really solid movie. Cool. Uh, Yeah, my number one is a movie I just uh, rewatched last night because Incident in the Ghost Land in this one could have gone either way as far as number one and number two. Um, but I rewatched it last night just to solidify my number one spot. And my number one was A Quiet Place. I fucking love that movie. When that movie came out, even though it was earlier in the year, I was like, this movie's not going to beat anything on my top. It's just not. Uh, or this movie's going to beat everything, I mean, on, mm-hmm. on my top. Um, I don't think there's anything that's going to come out that's going to really come close to me enjoying it as much as I enjoyed A Quiet, a Quiet Place. And people, go, people don't call it horror, and that's fine. It's how I felt. So, uh... My number one is A Quiet Place. Maddie. I'm jumping back to 2016 for my number one. Y'all can fight me. My favorite movie that I watched this year was The Void. That's really interesting that you said that. Yeah. I love that movie. To me, that is a per- the perfect horror movie that I watched this year. I thought this was great shit, and I love it, actually, the more I watched it. Because the first time I watched it, I was like, what did I watch? And then like, I watched it with a friend. And then I watched it. Uh, I watched it on a house. I watched it on a mouse. I watched it on a plane and on a train. I love the void. So, so this kind of shifted for you over the course of time because I remember when you first talked about yeah. it, you were kind of like on the fence. I was on the fence because I. And my biggest thing is I was like, I don't know what the hell happened in this movie. There's mm-hmm. no explanation for it. And then once I knew there was no explanation for it, and uh, it didn't matter if I got what was going on or not. I just kept watching it again and again and again, and I was like, this is the tits. But uh, it could have gone, the Void and Terrifier were kind of, yeah. Yeah. But to me, the Void just had more substance in it than Terrifier did. Terrifier, even though it was a short movie, there was a couple parts in it that I was like, because just because it was kind of a mindless killing movie. And so there were parts that I was like, speed it up. So no, the Void has everything I want in a horror movie. It's got a cult. It's got a monster it's got dimensions in hell it's just got crazy shit going on like i just i just want this crazy shenanigan movie and yeah definitely didn't start out super high but more i've watched it the more i've just grown to love it Fantastic. okay interesting maybe Greg. we should go back and revisit that yeah question mark good <laughs> my number one same as your number one quiet place fantastic absolutely love that movie <laughs> that's all god got it was it. a great movie <laughs> Yeah, so, again, usually our top ten, like, if you go back and listen to our other top ten shows that we've done the last couple, because we just kind of started this shit, but uh, they're really close. They're fairly close to each other. Our number ones usually line up, or at least our, our ones through, like, three, four 
usually line up in pretty much the same movie or the same movies, just kind of in different order. Mm -hmm. And this was different this year. So it's it's kind of interesting. I don't know if it's because we all watched so much horror this year or we all just watched different horror this year mm -hmm. or why it's all so well, I also different. I also think what we had available to us this year was different than what we've had in the past uh -huh. years. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the you know we opened up with talking about how the genre is changing or the classification of the genre is is changing, and I think that may be what we're seeing with the difference in our in our lists. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I say go back. You know, if you're listening to the podcast, go on our Frightcast page. Let us know what you what your top ten were or some of your favorites were or what movies that are on our list that you agree with or you don't agree with. Because that's what I like to see. I want to see what other people are kind of thinking as far as what they watched this year and, and what some of their favorites were. Um, so I think that would be kind of cool. If, especially, I'll fight you if you said Cam, though. <laughs> especially if uh, their movie didn't end up on any of our lists. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, You know, that's fodder for next year or next uh, – we're already in next year. Yeah. Uh, for some of our next podcasts, we can use those as Watches. movies. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Movie reviews. Definitely. Yeah, that's, I mean, so we're kicking off 2019. There's a lot coming out this year. We have a mm -hmm. dumb amount of horror movies coming out that are going to hopefully uh, be there for hey, us to... Hey, Josh, you know which one I'm excited about? I can't wait. It Chapter 2. It oh, Chapter 2. Yes. We should, uh, I think we talked about this already. I think we're going to do a, we did the group podcast for It. A Midnight Fright so, News. Um, so It Chapter we, 2. Yeah, I think should we, we should, do that? I mean... For It, we, we should yeah, definitely do that. We all that, go yeah. see it together and then... Yeah. Come back and cast yeah. on it. Yep. So I think that's a... Uh, I know Maddie hates movie theaters, but um, I do. Yeah, yes, I know. Um, <laughs> but maybe we can uh, bribe her to come out and see it, chapter two. And how about I just give you a video camera and you just sneak it in there? I mean, yeah, I, just, I can't. No. I can't do the prison time. <laughs> yeah, um, my face is super. There we go. Back to Buffalo. <laughs> um, oh my god. So yeah, so uh, let us know what you agree with, what you don't agree with, what you're looking forward to 2019. And um, other than that, I think we're going to do plugs, not butt plugs. Uh, Patrick, uh, we're going to do regular plugs. <laughs> butt butt shifts today. Um, so let's just start with Maddie. Maddie, you got a plug, right? I do. As always, I am pimping out a Screenbox TV. I know they have a ton of fun stuff coming out this year. They're really trying to expand and making them make themselves like the horror go to, and I'm really excited. I think that's awesome. So yeah, Screenbox TV, $35, get your year started off right, just go pay for the whole year, you'll be fine. Your tax return might be coming, so just pay <laughs> yeah. for it with that. Knock on wood. Greg. I am Greg the Movie Guy, and I am the best movie reviewer you have still never heard of. That's weird, it's been two years and you still never heard of me. Weird. Greg the Movie Guy. I write movie reviews over at gregthemovieguy.com with a positive spin. I am starting something special... I actually have some uh, posts that have been up, and I am getting close to number 200. <clears throat> Yay! 200. Yeah. I've been doing this for nine years. you believe that? That's crazy. Nine fucking years. Unreal. I dropped the movie in I your saw list. That. You don't, if you've seen it already, though, you don't have to watch it. No, no, no. But see, that's the point, is I want to be able to review it. Because when I watched it was way before I was reviewing. Cool. So I want to actually go back and review it, because I remember that movie being like, Way messed it's crazy. up. It's crazy. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. So I dropped Apocalypto on Greg. Mm. So. Okay. so, yeah. Um, if you are interested in seeing me review a particular movie, go on to my Facebook page and just let me know what it is. I've got six spots open right now and love to see what uh, what I can get to get to 200. So that is GregTheMovieGuy.com. Patrick. 
You know, you got a plug. Yeah, you know, we're going to be hitting a milestone here pretty soon. The big five zero. Big five zero. Big five zero. Yeah. I mean, if we take into consideration, you know, the the Frightcast version one point right. I know we've exceeded that, but yeah. But since it's rebirth, we're getting close to five zero. So we should plan something big for that. Let's go to Hawaii. Let's not oh. do that. I was I gonna mean, make cookies. I mean, oh, I, I like cookies. Cookies are better. I was say, Start I small. <laughs> Start small. <laughs> no, if you're a if you're a fan of the Frightcast, and we know that you are, then please help us out and make sure that you head over to iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on, and make sure that you rate and review us so that we can get higher in the ratings. So then we can start sharing this content with even more people. You can also find us on Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM, and many, many, many more. Also help us out financially, maybe. You know, help us take care of those minor bills that we have, paying for domains, paying for our hosting service and everything else. And we have a Patreon account. You can find that at patreon.com slash Midnight Frightcast. Also check us out online. You can find us on Twitter at mfrightcast. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, Midnight Frightcast, so make sure that you share, 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 and share some more with all of your friends, post it on your walls, tell your family, tell your enemies, anybody else. Let's just uh, get the word out about the show. And also be sure to check out our films at midnightfrightfilms.com and also on YouTube. Cool. I, I have no plug, so um, yeah, uh, that's that's our first, uh, first cast of 2019. Here's to... Uh banging out a few more and uh yeah i guess we'll peep you later 